first coming attractions. Before you go out and spend money on that new movie or digital media, make sure to listen to the entire show right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll take you behind the scenes, interview celebrities, and review new movies, TV shows, and digital releases. Now, here are your hosts from Kids First Coming Attractions. Welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions. I am Jerry Ors. I hope everyone is staying safe right now, staying inside. We have an amazing show for you today. Our first guest is Mary Flynn, Senior Vice President of N Circle Entertainment, and she's going to be interviewed by Natalia. Without further ado, Natalia, take it away. I'm Natalia Jackson, reporting from Kids First, and today I have the pleasure and honor to catch up with Mary Flynn, Vice President of Sales, Content, and Acquisitions at N Circle Entertainment bringing over 30 years of experience in the entertainment industry. What a trailblazer, I must say. And what a role model for young girls out there just like myself. First and foremost, I'd like you to elaborate more on what is Encircle Entertainment. Thank you very much. Encircle Entertainment is a distributor of children's content. Um, Really, preschool animation is our sweet spot, but we do age up. And we put this content on DVD and also on digital platforms like Roku and um, on Amazon Prime and Netflix. And um, so that's what we are. We're a distributor of educational animation for children. Definitely. And I must say, I enjoy many of your wonderful shows. Sonic Boom, we have Octonauts. It's just so many things to enjoy. And as a leader in the home entertainment industry, you oversee sales and leadership roles of distributors and independent labels. Can you describe what your job is like in a form that an 11-year-old can understand? Sure. Um, What my job is like? Well, I watch cartoons for a living. I think every child can understand (laughs) that. (laughs) Um, In regards to, and, and I'm not kidding when I say that, I work with companies all around the world that make great animation. And... Um, I'm always in search of animation that um, is going to be well-received by children and has a really good educational message. Um, Some of the properties to show you the kind of content I bring in is Gigantosaurus and Sonic Boom and Octonauts and Llama Llama and Cat in the Hat knows a lot about that. All of that you're probably familiar with, and um, it all has great reputation. So I look for stuff. Um, that has uh, that's familiar to children that has a great message behind it and also there's awareness through books and um, and games and toys and clothing other things for the entire franchise instead of just for um, the DVD itself well, thank you. That was a lot of information. I'll definitely take that in. I think it's so cool that you get to watch cartoons for a living. I mean, that's like <laughs> a kid's everyday job. I mean, most kids around the world love to just sit down and watch cartoons, but when they realize that that can be a real-life dream, I think you just inspired many hearts. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you it's an icebreaker during every conversation I have. When people <laughs> ask me what I do for a living and I say I watch cartoons, people get in line to sign up for that. Oh, yes, I would too. I'm a part of the line. Sign me up. (laughs) Well, you stated, I started working in the video industry. Remote controls were connected by wires to the video players. Many things have changed since then, but being in the industry since it has started has been very exciting and rewarding. Can you elaborate more on what has been rewarding for you? Sure. Um, In the beginning, it was extremely exciting because it was brand new. You could actually bring home a movie and watch a movie on what was called a 
a VCR at that time or on a Betamax and you could plug it in and use the remote control by the wire and watch something come up on your television. That was groundbreaking. And for me to straight out of college get into um, something like that to where I was selling entertainment, bringing the movie theater home was very exciting. Um, where things have changed, what hasn't changed in the industry is it's still very exciting to bring quality entertainment into the homes. It's now done digitally or through DVD. You're not going to a video store anymore and renting something. You can do that all virtually. And so that's probably the biggest change is the accessibility to content. You can buy it in a store or you could bring it into your living room through your television or you could go on a computer or or a lot of different formats for you to get the information. So the accessibility to the content that's available, I think, is one of the most exciting changes in the industry. I think that's groundbreaking to hear that you could just see how a film really comes to life. Like you mentioned, you brought the film home and you just like get to see it really come to life on this and it was like all virtually and it sounds pretty cool to me and I'm definitely just wowed by that. You're listening to Kids First Contractions. Right now we are talking with Mary Flynn. She is Senior Vice President of N-Circle Entertainment. I'm going to hand it off to Natalia now to continue interviewing. And you mentioned a little something about college and that kind of brings me to my point where can you just describe how you got to where you are? Like, for example, what did you study in school and how relevant is it to what you do now? Well, I studied business and, and marketing when I was in school, and it's relevant um, in that um, it's really important to show that you've accomplished something, that you've done something. And I think it's even more relevant for children now to understand how important going to college is because you have a lot more competition than I had when I was um, going to college. Now people can apply for jobs thousands of people can apply for jobs um, online. And so you have a lot more people competing for positions than I did back then. So showing that you can complete something, I think is the most important thing with college. But who you are and who you show up to be is equally important. Thank you for that. I'd like to mention two things based off what you said. First, that was some great advice for those who want to be successful in the entertainment business or achieve the type of position that you have. Like you mentioned, staying organized. We talked a little bit before this, and you, we both kind of agreed on how we both have to stay organized. You mentioned your time management, how there's a time difference when, when you're speaking with others, and you kind of have to either start really early or end really late. So I think it's really cool that you mentioned that. Um, so thank you for that as well. And I'd also like to say, with your talent and your business knowledge furthering the development of consumer entertainment products, you are a central proponent of helping Encircle Entertainment bring the best the industry has to offer. I'm curious, how did you do that? For example, what qualities do you take into consideration when you're looking for a new hire at Encircle Entertainment? Or what are some of the most important things you look for? Well, that's... Uh, again, um, very important to be enthusiastic. It's very important to have a passion for the entertainment business. And um, if you're applying for a job with me, do your homework on Encircle. Know what we do. Know that we are the number one um, distributor for um, preschool animation and know some of our properties. When you go in through an interview, it's really, really impressive to the person that you're interviewing if you've done your homework, if you know about the company that you're showing up and that you 
uh, uh, that you want to go to work for. That's showing your passion and your enthusiasm. It also shows that you're organized. It shows that you're paying attention to detail. And all of that stuff fares well for an employee that's going to show up ready to work. And what would you say is, so? what else is important when you are developing product at Encircle Entertainment? Well, developing product at Encircle Entertainment, uh, we have an audience that has so many choices. You can turn on Netflix or you can go to the Disney Channel or there's so many different ways that you can um, get content. It's important that my content stand out. If you see my background here, you see that we take um, the product very seriously in the way that we market it. The product development, you definitely know that that's a gigantosaurus, giant, uh, uh, dinosaur there, uh, llama llama. Um, so product development um, is really important. You have to make sure that your characters stand, stand out. You also have to have content that's branded. Um, is there a published book behind it, like there is with Llama Llama or Gigantosaurus or with Octonauts or with Cat in the Hat? Um, is it, does it have broadcast? Does it show up on the Disney Channel or Nickelodeon or um, the Cartoon Network? Um, is there clothing? Are there books? Are there toys? Anything that tells a story that builds the franchise instead of just a single DVD on the shelf helps us stand out because I'm competing against all of the large major studios like Disney for shelf space and also for space in your mind to get you when you're online and you want to watch something to make you want to watch something from Encircle. So the quality and the awareness of the branding for the content are two of the most important things when choosing what is worthy of going into the Encircle library. Well, thank you for that. I also like to mention before we wrap this up, you talked to me a little bit about speaking of family time. You like to hang out with your um, your godson and your goddaughter, and you love to sit down and spoil them like crazy. I think that's so adorable and cute <laughs> that you're able to balance that and still have so much fun watching cartoons. And I wish, I wish I could do that. I just, oh, that's gonna. I'm so on that list. Make sure. I'm <laughs> spend my rest of my life watching Octonaut, Bedianosaurus, Llama Llama. It just feels magic school bus rides again. Yes, the magic <laughs> school. I feel like it'd be a luxury. I'm I'm just so yes. Well um first off I'd like to say that's it for now. Natalie Jackson reporting from Kids First. We have just interviewed Mary Flynn, Vice President of Sales, Content, and Acquisitions at Encircle Entertainment. Be sure to look for this and other interviews on our Kids First YouTube channel and website. And thank you Mary Flynn for having the time to speak with me. Thank you, Natalia. It was a pleasure. Thank you. Be sure to subscribe and come back for more interviews and reviews of the latest films and key players in family entertainment. Bye. Thanks so much for Mary Flynn, Senior Vice President of N-Circle Entertainment, for being on the show. We have reviewed a lot of amazing, amazing shows, movies, and more from N-Circle Entertainment, so make sure to check them all out. Thanks so much, Natalia, for interviewing her, but let's take a quick break. I'm your host, Jerry Orris from Los Angeles, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. This week's show is sponsored by Doozers. We dig spring. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. 
To become a Kids First film critic, visit our website to find out when the next audition takes place. We hold auditions throughout the year and are always looking for kids ages 8 to 18 that love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to meet the talent that works on movies. We invite kids who live in or near any major city in the U.S., Canada, or the U.K. This summer, join us at our Kids First Film Critic Boot Camp at Temple University, where you can learn how to critique films, how to interview celebrities, and how to set up a home studio for next to nothing. For more info, visit www.kidsfirst.org. Think you have what it takes to become a Kids First Film Critic? Register to audition and give yourself a chance to join the entertainment business as a young entertainment reporter. Hurry! Our auditions take place the first Saturday of the month via Skype. Help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. are tuned into Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Shh! Turn your phone off. Another film review or celebrity interview is coming up. Hey, welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Jerry Ors, and we have a great show today. Now, the first guest we're going to have right now is Seth Carr, and Natalia is going to be interviewing Seth, so I'm going to hand it over to Natalia. Natalia, go ahead. Hello, I'm Natalia Jackson, reporting from Kids First, and today I have the pleasure to speak with Zeth Carr, who plays Leo Thompson in the upcoming Netflix film, The Main Event, which is based off an 11-year-old aspiring wrestler who discovers a magical mask and enters a competition to become the next WWE superstar, one of many films that Zeth Carr has accomplished. How are you today, Zeth? I'm doing great today. That's wonderful to hear. First off, I'd like to start off by saying you started your career at just very young age. You started when three months old as a baby model, and as you got older, you became you became opening eye for the interest of acting, which blossomed into something trailblazing. What have you learned as you've grown into a successful actor? Um, like being humble is really good. I'll always like um like. Uh, do your best job that you can. Always put your best foot out there and stuff. Um, and have fun when you're doing acting. Always have fun. Yes, I think that is some great advice, actually, for those leaning into an acting career, hoping for it to be as successful as yours has turned out. And related to that, the main event is scheduled to be released on April 10th, coming very soon to Netflix. You play the main character, 11-year-old Tia Leo Thompson, who dreams to make it to the WWE. Can you elaborate more on your character? How do you relate to your character? Um, so basically, um, Leo Thompson is, um, well, Leo is more of a, a kid that's very shy, doesn't really have any friends and stuff. But when he puts the mask on and becomes a kid chaos, he's very um, um, confident, outrageous, like can talk to anybody, not shy at all and stuff. 
Yes, I got to view the film actually, and I see there was such a difference. Your voice actually has a complete change when you put on the mask, and it's a total difference. It's a deeper voice, and you gain these superpowers when you're out there going, so I think that's really awesome. And I admire so much about your character's his determination. Leo will do whatever it takes to achieve his dream of becoming a WWE superstar, and I think that's so awesome that you can relate to him that way. And in the main event, you got to work with a few WWE superstars, such as Kofi Kingston. And what was your experience like working with them? It was great. They all like are funny, have great personalities. They're all huge people, very tall. Yeah. Yes. Um, but um, they're really fun to work with. That is breathtaking, getting to work with actual WWE superstars. I can't imagine what it was like. And like you said, they are very tall. They are very tall, actually. Yes. And do you have any stories that you can share of the things that happened while making the main event? Um, well, when we were, um, well, actually, like, the first day of training, like, being on, like, the like the stage and stuff, like, they actually put me on a harness and had me uh, doing flips and stuff to see what I could do to see if I was, like, if I could do some of the stunts and stuff. So I, the first day I went, I did, like, a couple, like, they asked me, can you do a front flip? I was like, uh, I haven't really tried. And it was like, can you, what about back flips? Like, not that either. I was like, well, we'll put, we'll put you on a harness, harness and we'll see, um, we'll see how you do. So the first time, did a front flip, and then I just had, like, a little bit of a hard time doing a back flip. But after, after a couple tries, I, I got it down. But that was just a crazy experience being on a harness because I've never, like, been on a harness like that. Like, and it's really tight to you. <laughs> That's cool to hear the little background action. There is a lot of flips you do. You climb to the top and you just flip on them and you have to like, it's a lot of technique. And I was wondering, how did he do all that? But now that I know, and that's pretty cool to get to learn the back, like the back behind the scenes. You're listening to Kids First Come Attractions. Right now we're talking with Seth Carr, the star from Netflix's new movie, The Main Event, coming out on April 10th. I'm going to hand it off to Natalia. And besides you being an actor, What's a typical day for you as a 12-year-old when you're not on a TV or movie set? Well, like, I ha I'm doing online school, so, like, I'm doing online schooling and stuff. And uh, I love playing video games with my friends, like, whenever I can. They're really fun to hang out with and stuff. Uh, I play with my dog, uh, watch movies at my house, like, watch, like, old movies that I've seen before and stuff. I can relate to you that way. My grandpa loves to watch old movies. I feel like he just, I don't know what, he's like obsessed with them. So I kind of watch him with it, and I like to play with my dog as well, so that's pretty cool. What do you hope the audience could take away from this, from watching this film? What do you think is the main message? Um, don't let anyone put you down. You can accomplish anything when you put your mind to it. Um, always keep your head straight. Never look down and keep going forward. Never go back. Yes, I know this film contains a lot of excitement and action. However, it also captured the friendship between you and your friends. And to see how much they kind of support you and always lift you up and they're there for you, that's, that's awesome. You have played a variety of different characters throughout the years. What character is your favorite so far and what would you like to take on that you haven't done yet? Oh, my favorite character. Like, out of like all, all the stuff that I've like done and stuff. Yes, out of the variety of TV shows, movies, your favorite character overall? I think I'm going to have to say, like, Kid Chaos. I mean, getting to play, like, two different characters and, like, getting to be in two different shoes at the same time, like, it's crazy because you get to see one side of the story and then you get to see the other side of the story and how they come together and, and to form one person. 
and it's just um it's really cool i, I kind of like see myself like in the middle like being like like not like so shy as Leo, but not so overconfident as Kid Chaos. I kind of feel myself like being in the middle. Like I can be confident and stuff, but I'm not to the shy that to like shy to the point where like I don't talk to anybody and stuff. I see. So you're able to relate with both sides of your characters. Yes, that's amazing. What advice do you have for our audience about pursuing a career in the entertainment business, whether on camera or behind the scenes? Um, you always have to have fun whenever you're doing acting. Um, uh, don't let anyone put you down because acting, there's so many opportunities out there. There's so many different things that you could be doing that's happening around the world. And, um, just, um, give it your best shot. Always give it your best shot. Thank you for that. That is also some great advice of what you have put on earlier. And I kind of want to touch back on what you said about you. Your when I asked you about what's a typical day as a twelve-year-old, you know, doing homeschool, playing with your dog. How do you balance school and a personal life when you are shooting? Um. Well, like, like definitely when I'm on set, like it's professional. Like I'm, I'm working with other adults. We we want to get a job done. We want to put our best effort to make a, a great film for our audiences and stuff. But also, like, you don't want it to be overwhelming. So, like, you have to have fun on set, which is why you need to have fun. You don't want it to be stressful and stuff. But you also have to take it serious, and there's parts and times where you can have fun on set. But when you come out of set, you're, you're a 12-year-old kid, you're home, you study your script a little bit, then you're kind of back to being you. Yeah, you know... I kind of, I kind of see that, you know, being able to go on set, play a variety of different characters, coming back, you're a regular 12-year-old who loves to play with his dog, so that's cool. Thank you for sharing with that, Misa. And that's yes. it for now. This is Natalie Jackson from Kitch First. Thank you so much, Jeff Carr, for speaking with me. The main event brings the WWE, Big Dreams, and A Little Magic to Netflix coming to you on April 10th. Be sure to subscribe to our channel and come back for more interviews and reviews of the latest films and clean players and family entertainment. Thanks for watching. Bye! For our audience, make sure to check out that Netflix film. It seems incredible. The main event is going to be on Netflix on April 10th. Make sure to check out Seth's performance. He's absolutely incredible. I'm your host, Jerry Orr, signing off. This week's show is sponsored by Doozers We Dig Spring. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. To become a Kids First film critic, visit our website to find out when the next audition takes place. We hold auditions throughout the year and are always looking for kids ages 8 to 18 that love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to meet the talent that works on movies. We invite kids who live in or near any major city in the U.S., Canada, or the U.K. This summer, join us at our Kids First Film Critic Boot Camp at Temple University, where you can learn how to critique films, how to interview celebrities, and how to set up a home studio for next to nothing. For more info, visit www.kidsfirst.org. Think you have what it takes to become a Kids First Film Critic? Register to audition and give yourself a chance to join the entertainment business as a young entertainment reporter. Hurry! Our auditions take place the first Saturday of the month via Skype. Help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers. 
Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. tuned into Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Shh! Turn your phone off. Another film review or celebrity interview is coming up. When the work week is done and it's Saturday it's time to go to Coca-Wanda Bay Hey, welcome back. I'm your host, Jerry Orris from Los Angeles, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. We had some amazing guests on today, but it is not over yet. We have two more amazing guests. They are Ruth and Amelia from Coco Wanda Bay CD. But let me not talk about it. Let's head it off to Jude to talk to Ruth and Amelia about their CD. Go ahead, Jude. All right. Thank you. Hi, folks. Today, I'm sitting here with Ruth and Amelia from Coco Wanda Bay. How are you guys doing today? Great. <laughs> Thanks for having us. Yeah. yeah, it's awesome to have you here. Now, now, according to both of your bios, Amelia was three years old when you guys first started working together. That is really amazing. What's it like working together and having having like a semi uh, mother daughter relationship? Yeah. yeah, it's definitely a mix. You know, we have to realize when we're working and when we're on family time. So it's been really fun. I feel so lucky to get to work with my mom. Yeah. You know, it's, really brought us together must be awesome what initiated like the creation of Coquana Bay and all these creative aspects of the new CD we had a song we already had our song which is the title song Coquana Bay Mm -hmm. and this is our second in the series of albums so and our main theme is taking care of the environment. So we thought, what if we go to a place, an imaginary place that's all polluted and we clean it up in our album. So Coquawanda Bay is the place that we go to, to make better, repair it. Yeah. It's an awesome lesson to teach kids. And um, so they have that in their lives so they can, so they can initiate that into their lives so they can help the environment also. Um, How long did it take to create the CD um, from concept to completion? It's been like a year, I would say, Mm. in the works. Um, We had some of the songs for a while now, uh, but just getting getting all the arrangements and then putting them together and deciding Mm. which of the songs was going to be the main concept of the album. And where did you guys record it? Uh, At a studio in San Diego. And Mm. then we actually, our producers are located in Nashville, Tennessee. So we were sending things back and forth. And then we had a lot of other musicians kind of from all around the world um, sending in their parts too. So it's a very collaborative project. Yeah, it must be. Um, Coquawana Bay really tells a really interesting story that is really different from other CDs. Tell us about the story and how it was developed. Well, it starts in our first CD, which is uh, called The Spaceship in My That Fell in My Backyard. Yeah. And it's about an alien. As you can see, my mom is wearing her alien ears. Um, 
an alien comes to planet Earth and she lands in my backyard and uh, we talk about how we can make the world a better place and acceptance of others. And then we wanted to take Cocoanda Bay as a continuation of the story and we wanted to go a little bit more in depth with how you can recycle and compost and reuse things and really make it a little bit maybe for a slightly older audience also for kids who can really figure out how they can take it and mm -hmm. take it into action. Yeah. Yeah. It's incredible. Um, and I, I, I have to say, um, Ruth, your, your alien ears are fantastic. I love them. They're amazing. Great, great fashion choice. Um, <laughs> intricately interwoven to the storyline are lessons about uh, the environment and I also picked up on some lessons about friendship. Those are such important lessons for kids to have in their lives. So how would you go about creating a fun, like fun, engaging songs that teach these lessons without becoming preachy? Right. We, we want all our songs to be positive and mm -hmm. upbeat, but we try to imagine that we are that age and what we would want to be talking about with our friends and um, give the messages in that it, that would be something that they relate to. Yeah. We both, we're both music educators besides working this job. We're also classical musicians and we work in music education. So we work with kids that are this age also. So we're pretty up on what they like and how they might. Mm. You're listening to Kids First Come Attractions. Right now, we're talking with Ruth and Amelia, the creators of the Coco Wanda Bass CD, available on YouTube, Spotify, Amazon, iTunes, everywhere where you get your CD and your music videos. Check it out, but I'm going to hand it over to Jude to continue the interview. Can you tell us a little bit more about uh, other projects that you, um, that you both have worked on outside of the Coco Wanda Bay or Ruth and Amelia series? We just were in the soundtrack of a movie called One Little Finger. Mm -hmm. It won a lot of uh, laurels in international film festivals. Um, and that was about children with disabilities yeah. in India. And so that was a really rewarding project and a really uplifting project too. Yeah, that, that, that's really incredible because it's such an amazing topic to be talking about and teaching. Can you tell us a little, a little bit, uh, a little bit more about where you can purchase Cocoa Bay and where you can find it? Yeah, we you can find it pretty much on any streaming platform mm -hmm. and um, Spotify. But also to buy it, you can buy it on iTunes or Amazon. Yeah. Um, pretty much anywhere you think to buy music, you can find our album and we have a few music videos that are out on YouTube and we're working on some more uh, everywhere you can look up Ruth and Amelia and hopefully you'll find us there. <laughs> well we have a YouTube channel we just released our Coquanda Bay YouTube video and next week our second one should be coming out. That's awesome what's it like um, recording like, your voices without showing a picture but then going from then like going to a YouTube video and actually being like being physically in the video? That's a really great question. I think we, you know, put so much life into these characters without seeing our faces. Mm -hmm. And then we almost have to live up to all the emotion that we tried to put into it. And so we tried, like we, we spent so much time on just putting our costumes together so that yeah. hopefully it's as exciting as we want it to be. <laughs> and we don't know until, you know, people see it. 
yeah. the most rewarding part is doing our live shows and having little kids come up to us, you know, kids in first grade or something and coming up and giving us hugs. That's the most rewarding <laughs> part. Yeah, that must be a great feeling. Um, if there's one thing, or it could be many things, but like particularly one thing that you would want kids to take away from this CD, what would it be? I think that anyone can make a change. And if you want to improve the environment or even just, you know, making a change in your friends' lives that mm -hmm. you can at any point. And hopefully we can help by giving these catchy songs so that they can remember, oh, right, I remember that song kind of helped me say this. So let me just put it into action. We hope that people can really take the action themselves. Yeah. I personally thought, I, I thought the best thing about the CD was the story because I thought it was amazing how I fell in love with these characters, even, even though it wasn't, I, 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 don't, I don't know the entire length of the CD, but I know that it's still amazing for me to be in love with these characters and not want to say goodbye. Aw, thank you. Yeah, so you guys did a fantastic job. <laughs> thank Thanks you. so much. Thank you for coming here today. Thank Thanks you for, for having, having us. Thanks for talking. Um, folks, this is Jude Adler from Kids First, and I've been talking with the mother and daughter team from Cocoana Bay. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Thanks so much, Ruth and Amelia, for being on. Make sure to check out their amazing CD, Cocoana Bay, available on most platforms, YouTube, Spotify, Amazon, iTunes. Go look it up. It looks amazing. I mean, just look at those alien ears. They're so, so cool. But anyway, let's take a break. I'm your host, Jerry Ors from Los Angeles, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. This week's show is sponsored by Doozers We Dig Spring. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. To become a Kids First film critic, visit our website to find out when the next audition takes place. We hold auditions throughout the year and are always looking for kids ages 8 to 18 that love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to meet the talent that works on movies. We invite kids who live in or near any major city in the U.S., Canada, or the U.K. This summer, join us at our Kids First Film Critic Boot Camp at Temple University, where you can learn how to critique films, how to interview celebrities, and how to set up a home studio for next to nothing. For more info, visit www.kidsfirst.org. Think you have what it takes to become a Kids First Film Critic? Register to audition and give yourself a chance to join the entertainment business as a young entertainment reporter. Hurry! Our auditions take place the first Saturday of the month via Skype. Help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. are tuned into Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Shh! Turn your phone off. Another film review or celebrity interview is coming up.
Hey, welcome back. I'm Jerry Orris from Los Angeles, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. The next person we're going to be talking to is Ethan, 11 years old from Miami. Ethan, thanks so much for being on the show. We're going to be talking about Flugel's Investigation Station. Now, Ethan, the very first thing you want to know about Flugel's Investigation Station is just your general thoughts. What did you think of it? Can you describe to the audience what it is for those who don't know? And overall, would you recommend it? I thought um, it was really cool because... It's teaching kids about things that they don't know, and it's kind of teaching them in a funny way. And I definitely recommend watching this because this is very cute for little kids, and I enjoyed it. You know, I love content that's both entertaining and educational. I think that's so good for kids to be able to learn, but also to, you know, enjoy themselves, to really have fun. So can you talk a little bit about the lessons that it teaches kids? Um, I found one moral. It was don't ever let like someone stop you from what you desire. Cause there is a, a little flugel. His name was Junior Boomer, and he was gonna go investigate this thing called popcorn. But his captain wouldn't let him. But he still did it anyways. And at the end, they all knew what popcorn was. I love that story. I love that so much. That is so adorable. Now, something else that's adorable about this is the animation. Just look up any photos and I'm just dying of adorableness from it. So can you talk a little bit about what you thought of the animation and how it fit the story? I thought it was really cool. And because usually you think of aliens like these huge like green looking things. But no, it's kind of like he has like all these weird spots on him and like ears and he's all crazy looking. And it's funny because there's like a whole colony of them. There's like, there's Captain, there's Junior Boomer, and there's much more. Definitely seems like that. Now, like we said, it is meant for kids, and it may not be meant for all kids. So what exact age range would you give this and why? I'd give it 4 to 18 plus adults because I think little little kids would really, really enjoy this. I enjoyed it, and I'm 11, but uh, I'd give it 4 to, 4 to 18, and I really liked how they're teaching in every episode instead of like drifting off into something else. You know, it's really rare on the show when we hear something gets such a high age range because 14 year olds, oh, excuse me, four year olds and 18 year olds, they like really, really different things. So I'd love to know from your perspective, how do you think they captivate older audiences as well as younger audiences? I think they really did that because they were funny throughout some of it. And, like, some of the things that they're learning are kind of funny, too. Like, they don't know what popcorn is, so I think that's really funny because maybe kids really don't know what popcorn is, and I think they can they keep watching because the entertainment's just really funny, so it keeps them watching the whole time. It definitely seems like that. Now, I'm guessing the popcorn one is going to be your favorite episode, but do you have a different favorite episode? Um, I also have the sleepover, or Project Sleepover. And why is that your favorite episode? Because I thought it was really cool how they were, t- they were working together as a team throughout the whole thing, trying to learn what a sleepover is. And the whole time they were actually having a sleepover, but they didn't realize. Oh, I love that so much. These are so creative. Wow, that's really nice. Just kind of refreshing to see such creative uh, kids, tell- kids entertainment. Now, there are a lot of shows like that where it's an animated series meant for kids. In your opinion, do you think that these do a good job of keeping kids entertained, or would you like to see something different in the kids' entertainment industry, as you would say? I think this is perfectly fine. This is probably one of the most entertaining kid kids like DVDs that I've really wanted to watch. Like, when you first see it, 
you're like, oh, okay, so it shouldn't be that bad. And then when you watch it, you're like, okay, it's way better than good. Like, this was probably one of my favorite DVDs. It definitely seems like it, but just overall, how many stars would you give it and why? I'd give it five out of five stars because this is such a good, entertaining teaching film for any type of age. And I really think that this can, like, become for, like, let's say you're 18 or something, you can still watch it. And I think it'd be really funny for them, too. Hmm. Well, I'm definitely going to check this out because it seems really, really funny. I mean, I do know what popcorn is, but just the fact that they discovered popcorn fascinates me to no one. Ethan, though, thank you so much for talking to me about Flugel's Investigation Station. Thank you for having me. Of course. For our audience, make sure to check it out. I mean, it just seems so incredible. But now we are going to transition to having some very, very special guests. They are brand new kids, first film critics, just finished the training. We're going to be talking about their experience of becoming kids, first film critics, what they're looking forward to in the upcoming years. We have AJ, Hinebra, Jackson, Heather, and Allison. The first question is going to be, what made you want to become a critic? AJ, let's start with you. You are from Katy, Texas. And AJ, how old are you? I am 12. Thanks so much for being on, AJ. So can you talk a little bit about your story on why you wanted to be a Kids First Film critic? I wanted to be a, a critic because I thought it was going to be really fun and get to meet new people and their experience, like acting and in like a film. So it would it would be my pleasure to know what their rea- reaction is. Hmm. Well, it is a lot of fun. We meet a lot of cool people. I have learned so much about just how films are made, the process of making films from this. I think you're going to enjoy this experience a lot. Next, we have Hinebra, who is from Tampa. I actually lived in Tampa for a long time, so go Tampa. And Hinebra, how old are you? Hi, um, I'm 12. Thanks so much for being on, Hinebra. So can you talk a little bit about your story on how you became a Kids First film critic? Yes. Um, I really wanted to be in Kids First because... I think that, okay, a lot of people, like, when they're going to go watch a movie, they, for example, like, they'll, like, go read the review, for example. And um, a lot of times, adults are the people who write the reviews, but kids' voices don't aren't always heard. And I think they should be heard, and kids should get more credit. And I also really love, uh, like, working on camera. And um, I would love to, like, meet, like, a lot of people and see their, like, ask, like, how their experience has been and to learn about their background. So I thought it was really cool. It is really cool. And, you know, you definitely make a good point. That is one of our biggest missions here at Kids First is to review films for kids by kids. And that way you get the best perspective of how it is for kids. Our next critic is Jackson from Palm Springs. Jackson, how old are you? I am 11 years old. Perfect. Thanks so much for being on, Jackson. Can you talk a little bit about your story and what made you become a Kids First film critic? (laughs) Yes, I love watching movies and reviewing them. I think it's really fun to do that, and I love learning about the experience of what the actors have. Mm. You know, it seems like every actor has a different experience, and it's in a good way. They all have such creative stories to tell. Every film has a really, really cool story to tell about it, and I just love learning about all the stories they have. Our next critic is Heather from Miami. Heather, how old are you? Hey, I'm 14 years old. Thanks so much for being on, Heather. Can you talk a little bit about your story in becoming a Kids First Film Critic? So I've been acting for three years now, so I really thought 
how a good idea it would be to have both perspectives as an actress and as a film critic so that then I know the whole world of the acting universe because it's so diverse and I just really want to become familiar with every aspect of it and just really educate myself on that and I'm a huge movie lover so I love watching movies and it's one of my favorite things to do. Hmm. You know, you make a really good point about that because you are, like I said, exposed to every aspect of filmmaking, not just acting, but the directing, cinematography, producing the entire world, and you just get such a holistic perspective of it. It's a really amazing experience. The last critic is Allison from Chicago. Allison, how old are you? I'm 13 years old. Thanks so much for being on, Allison. And what made you want to become a Kids First Film critic? So I'm also an actor. And I just thought, wow, this is such a great opportunity to learn more about the entertainment industry. It definitely is. Now, before we close off the show, I want to talk a little bit towards the future. And Allison, I'll start with you. What are you most looking forward to towards the future? I know you said you want to learn more about the industry, but we do a lot of things at Kids First. We do this, the radio show, we do reviews, we do press coverages. There are so many things we do here. So what are you most looking forward to? Oh my gosh. Um... I guess I'm just looking forward to interviewing people, just getting to go to some of these events like the press junkets or press screenings and just seeing what that's all like. I feel like it's going to be really fun. It is really fun. I especially love press junkets because you get to be, you know, so comfortable with the guests. You get to sit down with them, have a conversation with them. It's really relaxed, really fun. I enjoyed so much. I think you will too. And Heather, how about you? What are you looking forward to in Kids First? I actually am really looking forward to the press junket so that I can become more comfortable with the camera and improvisation and actually talking to the actors, actor on actor, really, just to just really learn about their experiences on set and their triumphs and their troubles. It's, it's a hard life being an actor, so I just really want to know what each actor has taken from their world. So I just I want to educate myself more on becoming closer to those people, yeah. You know, you make a good point about it being a hard life being an actor. We definitely see that side, that they do struggle. There is a lot of failures before the accomplishments, and we'll definitely be able to find that out more in future interviews with actors and filmmakers in general. So I think that's a really great goal to look forward to. And Jackson, how about you? What are you most looking forward to? I'm looking forward a lot to the interviews the actors have to do because I want to hear about the movies they're making. That seems very fair. You know, filmmaking is something that's always very fluid. Sadly, right now, productions have slowed down a little bit because of what's going on, but something's always going on. Innovation is always happening, and we are on the horizon of it, always learning. So I'm really excited to see that, and I'm sure you're going to love it too. And Hinebra, how about you? What are you most looking forward to? Um, I really want to do, like, the interviews, um, also as well as the press junkets, and just I think everything is so, like, cool, and interviewing the actors and getting to know like how what their work behind the scenes and their experiences I just I really think all of that is just amazing so. it definitely is very amazing and AJ last but definitely not least how about you what are you most looking forward to I'm looking to interview the, the actors to see what their interest is in acting and to see why they love it so much you know, we definitely talk to some of the most passionate people on earth, and that's one of the things that I absolutely love on Kids First. And speaking of passionate people, 
AJ, Nebra, Jackson, Heather, and Allison seems like incredibly passionate kids for film critics that are going to make some amazing content the upcoming months and years. So definitely keep an eye out for what they're going to be able to make. But that is our show. Thanks so much for joining us. You have been listening to Kids First Coming Attractions to watch our latest reviews of the latest films, DVDs, TV shows, music, and apps. To learn how you can join our Kids First Film Critic team like these fine kids did, go to www.kidsfirst.org. Be sure to check out our YouTube channel and look for our reviews on press for kids kidsworldcom and Kidsville News. This show is produced by the Coalition for Quality Children's Theater for Voice America and iHeartRadio, and this week's show is sponsored by Doozers We Dig Spring. I hope everyone stays safe. Have a good weekend. Thanks so much for watching. Thank you again for tuning in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Now, you know more which movies, TV shows, or digital media to look for, or learned about the talent that worked on or off camera on them, and can make informed decisions about what to watch. Be sure to subscribe to our channel so you don't miss an episode and tune in again next week. We'll be right back.